With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. He was up each morning with the dawn because he knew his daily run was long and hard and he had to be ready to get his freight train down the track determination he would never lack a little locomotive called freight train freddy Hi, everyone. Welcome to Getting on Top. <clears throat> I'm your host, Paul Morris. We're here Wednesday or Tuesdays now from uh, 4 to 4.30 p.m. That's East Coast time. And we broadcast from the southern Hudson Valley region of New York State, which is for you out of town is the northern suburbs of New York City, my hometown. And um, <clears throat> we're going to talk today about Healing God with Penny Cohen. If someone has a comment or question to ask, uh, you can call in. The call-in number is one three four seven two one five nine four five six. And that little ditty you heard was Freight Train Freddy from the book. It's a rhyming children's story about a 19th century steam engine uh, going through the West that I wrote. And the person who wrote and sang that song is Peter Tazone. He's also the illustrator of the book. He, he has some beautiful pictures that he drew. And if someone would like to see those pictures or read some of the uh, rhyming verse that I wrote, you can go to ftfcreations.com. That's FTF, as in Freight Train Freddy, creations.com. And you can get the uh, e-version for two ninety nine for the Kindle or the iPod. And the iPod version also has a complete song. You could also buy the soft cover version of the book as well. I'm very happy today to have back from where were you just? Oh, uh, I was in Mexico, Mexico. From the west coast of Mexico, Puerto Vallarta, was it? Yes, it was. Puerto Vallarta. Beautiful yes, 82 degree sunny weather every day. All right. A little commercial <laughs> for Mexico. And it is beautiful there. I've been, I've been myself. Um, Penny Cohn is a licensed clinical social worker, transformational psychotherapist, relationship counselor, and author of the book Personal Kabbalah, 32 Paths in a Peace and Life Purpose. And you can find Penny at www.pennycohen.com. And today we're going to talk about, you know, why we would, why would a perfect entity like God need to be healed? The name of the show is Healing God, and uh, but you know my proposition here is if we are part of God, which is what I believe is the case, and we're talking philosophically here. This is not about religion today; it's about philosophy, if you will. And uh, then maybe our journey and healing is God's journey as well, uh, and and God's experience, and also. 
another little goodie here is perhaps the Akashic Record, which is supposed to keep the experiences of everyone who ever lived. Uh, maybe this is God's memory bank, so to speak, in the uh, electronic age when we talk about computers and such. If anyone uh, would like to call in and, and put in their two cents for it, I'm happy. I just want to say one thing before I get Penny in here is I know because I read I read about I read um, Penny's book uh, somewhat. I didn't read the whole whole thing, but I've read I've read Kabbalah as well, and also the uh, in, in India they believe that. Um, you know, the reason we're here is that God wanted to have many different kinds of experiences. And there are a lot of uh, a lot of interpretations of why we're here. Uh, one from what I heard from a version of Kabbalah is that because things are so perfect on the other side in heaven, we wanted to appreciate it more by coming to the earth where we know it kind of, could be kind of hellish for many people uh, at times, even for normal people, we all have our you know, problems and issues and, and things that go wrong. So uh, who knows? And we're going to talk a little about it today. So, Penny. What Interesting. Do you think? I never heard about um, uh, them saying that God wanted to appreciate the other side more. <laughs> it, Very is, it is from a version of... Of Kabbalah, actually. That's where I got yeah, it that from. I never heard. I mean, there are many different interpretations. It, I just find that interesting. Mm. I mean, the the primary um, message, the way I understand it, is that God created man in His image because He wanted to experience life. And okay. you know, I like to. Uh, describe it in a little bit humorous way that when God created man in his image, a mirror was created. However, the mirror was shattered. And instead, God saw God in shambles, which was us. Uh And then God asked us to be a co-partner to come home to oneness. Mm. And God... If God wanted to experience life, we have to open up to receive God. So uh, he asked us to be a co-partner to come home to oneness. But we refused because we thought we knew better. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, well, there are many, there are, there are many traditions and, and ways of looking at it. So I guess when I came up with the title, Healing God, because I've been thinking about it a lot, you know, it is, it's something, uh, you know, something to ponder, obviously, for a lifetime. <laughs> and yeah, I think get a lot answer. of people are questioning these types of questions, yes. Yeah, people who think about these things, absolutely. And then it just came to me, this title, Healing God. Into in the way of thinking that if we are part of you know maybe because typically people would think of God as an entity per se complete and then you know and that's why I always thought about it and then well, we we are trying go ahead I, we we are always you know we're trying we are like clay 
you know, trying to be molded into this perfect form. And then when we perfect, then we kind of join in God's energy and become like God, maybe, you know, not part of God, but but certainly uh, God-like, you know, and, and rise up, you know, into hierarchy on the other side, if you will. And uh, But then there's a, a thought that everything that exists, every particle is part of God. We God is everything, and everything is God. And everything is made from love in the beginning, and uh, so that it would make sense. So maybe in, in us healing ourselves, God is, you know, healing, it becoming more of what, what, more love. It's like becoming more of what, what God is, you know, and just growing. And uh, you no, know, this is part of this is part of what's going on. But it, it, it's it's something we'll never know. I believe we're not supposed to know. I, I believe we understand it when we're on the other side. When we come here, we forget. We're not allowed to really completely understand it. There's something blocking it. Because I think the people, and I was talking to Penny off the air before about this, that we are like a computer program. Because I was a computer programmer. I know how programs work. And the more I thought about it, the more I believe we are like that, which means we can be blocked. So when we have certain thoughts, you know, we try to understand certain things, we can't. Something goes haywire in our thinking. And some people could literally go mad trying to, think of some things and some people do unfortunately <clears throat> because we're not allowed you know when we try to think in a certain area the program goes off or you know it it it, it goes into an uh, you know it goes into a certain state and uh which disallows us in a way from understanding something we're not supposed to understand but that's just my thinking uh, so w- what did you think about the title penny i mean it, how did it what does it make well, sense I, lo- I actually love the title, Healing God, because I think if you think of the metaphor of a mirror mm-hmm. shattering okay. and there seeing us in shambles, in order to become one and whole again, we have to open up to this love. And we, I believe, are actually being shown how to do this. And that's why, you know, people use the term life lessons. What's the lesson here? What am I learning? Who's showing me the lessons? Now, I don't believe there's a God that watches over to reward and punish. I do believe there's oneness of us all. And that, to me, the word God is the love and wisdom above the oneness of us all the love and wisdom in the universe. And when we open our hearts to that love and wisdom, we're making God, we're bringing God down to earth, which is one of the uh, principles of Kabbalah. The actual word Kabbalah means to receive, and along with receiving the ways of God, It's receiving the divine light and love. And I believe the more we receive that light and love, the more whole we each become. Well, interesting when you talk about shattering, what popped in my head right away was the devil. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. In other words, uh, it, 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 you know that kind of the metaphor, whatever you want to call it. That, Evil. You know, yeah. We can well. We come down. We uh, supposedly uh, he uh, he was the uh, you know an angel, and then he left heaven, and then you know it, it, you know dwells on earth or in the nether world wherever that is. And <clears throat> similarly, when we uh, you know you're so, you're in your metaphor about shattering a mirror, <clears throat> and then coming back together. That you know, we entered this this uh, place of uh, you know non um, holiness, if you will, and now in order to come back, we have to put a, put ourselves together, just like you know Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call. Uh, well, the even name. Lucifer or Satan, they say, is not that evil. They're just here to test us. Well, yeah, but but metaphorically, it is evil. <clears throat> in other words, <clears throat> when anything exists, I believe in this, in in the, in the world, in the physical world, its opposite has to exist. <clears throat> so when people say, does, "Does the devil really exist?" Well, if if God exists even as a concept, then the devil has to exist as a concept. You can't have one without the other. Of course, it's but the it's, enemy, right? It, exactly, duality and everything, even a concept, an idea, a thought, has to have its equal and opposite, because the world cannot be, cannot exist without. It's a world of opposites. It's a world of duality. But and the this world is not of about, opposites doesn't necessarily not about, you know, mean evil and good. I didn't say that. I didn't okay. say it does it doesn't necessarily mean evil and good. But if evil exists, good has to exist and vice versa. Because the duality must exist. So when one exists, the opposite has to exist. And you're talking about the Garden of Eden. <clears throat> Think about the thing when you talk about duality here. <clears throat> Think about, you know, when you know, it's all a metaphor, let's face it. it it's not a literal thing and and when and when they took a bite of the uh, fruit of the tree of knowledge it's the not it's not only tree of knowledge it's the knowledge of good and evil mm-hmm. which is duality when we that's what the reason we left uh, the garden of eden the garden where we had unity and and when here is because we had the duality because we we were aware of duality, good and evil. You see, and once we accepted duality, we were in duality, and we were out of unity. It's a metaphor for leaving heaven and coming to earth. <clears throat> so that's it's the same kind of thing. Good and evil is it just is the basic concept of duality, the two the two opposites. But getting back to you know the healing. Of God, if you think about it, that we're all pieces of something that's trying to perfect. The more we perfect, the more God is greater, so to speak. There's more perfection. There's more perfection. You talked about uh, opening up as a may as a method of healing, right? You say when you open to love. Opening up, but I don't believe in perfection here right. on earth. 
No, no, no. Perfection is a goal. It's not a... It's Even like as your, a goal. Your, your reach should, ex- would ex- should, should uh, you know, out... What is it, the the the, uh, the saying? Your 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 reach should should uh, be greater than your grasp. In other words, you should always be going for that. Doesn't mean you're going to reach it, but it's something to go for to try to be better. You know, you try the you reach for the ideal. You never attain it, but you reach for it because this push, pushes you in that direction, right? I mean, what is open? Well, I don't me? believe that, but I'm listening to what your impression is of it. Okay. Okay. Meaning, from a psychological point of view, I don't think anybody believes they're perfect. They do what no. they're capable of doing, and I believe the striving is for performance as opposed to perfection. Well, the perfection is just the ideal. You never get there, but it's the it's the thing you're going to. It's, in other words, you're going. It, it's the end point, so you're moving in that direction. It's just, it's just a guide. It's just a, a guide, so we know this is the direction we're going. So you try to be better and better. I mean, because if you don't have that, but then, see, why, you then, you, then you might stop at a certain point and say, "Okay, I can't go any further." But it's not true. You may be able to go further. You see, if 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 your ideal or your goal goal not to mean that you're going to attain it but where you're moving towards is beyond your grasp then you'll go you can go as far as you you can you see what i'm saying there's no limit that doesn't limit your 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 movement your how how much you can uh get better and better right if you say well, i those only are not terms i would use because striving okay. to get better and better from a Psychological point of view means you're not okay now. You're not happy okay. with who you are, and in um, order to be first, you have to be happy with who you are, and not strive to get better. Use techniques that will draw you for a better performance, perhaps, rather yeah, than. But- pushing to always get better and better and better, which means you're never complete or okay with where you are now. Well, you see, so to me, healing God is healing our hearts, opening to love so God can reside on earth. So we yeah, bring but, God down to earth. But we And that's okay. what healing God is, is oh. healing our hearts, opening our hearts to receive that divine light and love. Yeah, but that but it, it but but in order to do that you have to be more comfortable with yourself. Look, everybody knows their you know we all have Problems, issues, whatever you want to call it. I don't think it's. I don't think it's counted to everyone. Anyone's going to feel so terrible to realize that they may not be perfect in in many ways. You know, they could always improve this. They could always improve that. Well, I, mean, I believe mean, perfection is doesn't mean the world. you're bad. Well, I'm not saying perfect, but you can improve. You know, I may be a decent cook or or this, but I could always be better. 
okay? So, you know, in other words, don't limit yourself. That's all I'm saying. I mean, we may be agreeing here, but expressing it differently. Uh, you know, I just, I'm just saying by, look, a whole, a whole journey, I think, is a spirit, as a soul. Is so to do you perfect. believe God needs to be healed? It's not it's not a matter of needing. I think it's more when you get on that level it's more about it is. In other words, some things just are. It's not a value judgment. There's no values involved. It's just the way it is. Okay? This is the process. This is what's going on and you know and and it's not it's not something about somebody saying right and wrong or something like that. It's just something you have to accept or not, if you choose not to, but I just believe <clears throat> this is what's happening. This is the process. And and we could participate or not. I mean, I, I, you know, I hear things, I learn things that may not be true. I may think I understand something and maybe I'm wrong about certain things. Sure. But my understanding is that we choose to come back to Earth each time in each lifetime, because we want to improve something about ourselves. So we go through certain struggles, and we have certain handicaps, and we choose our parents because we know maybe this parent, you know, and won't be as loving as he or she might be, and they may agree to, to play that role. So we'll have to try to, you know, compensate for that during our life. So we'll struggle in that regard. And then during that struggle, we'll learn certain things you know, uh, things that will make us grow and be a better uh, soul, a better human being or and a better soul. Look, it, it, even even if it's you know, it's not particularly a, a particular uh, a religious point of view, but the concept of Jesus and, and the things that Jesus believed in, you know, loving, turning, you know, being loving and all that and kind and all those things, you know, those are wonderful concepts. And I, it, it's those kinds of concepts, you, you know, unconditional love, forgiveness, you know, patience, all those wonderful attributes are things that people have to learn. And uh, it may take lifetimes to do that, you know. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's you know, I... I you know, it's all part of it. I think or psychology, you know, and and uh, and and other aspects of life are all part of. So you know, maybe maybe God. I don't know if God is a, is is the perfect entity now, or gets or grows as people get more perfected. I don't know. I don't know how that works. But we're moving in that direction. People try to get better, don't you think? I mean, besides even living a, a better life, don't you think people try to be better people? Some do, some don't. Some really want to learn how to live spiritual principles, and okay. some are just very happy watching football and baseball with a bottle of beer and popcorn and just... Right, right. So not everybody does want to do that. Well, however, okay. I do. Yeah. Well, now let me just let me just say one thing on that. 
that doesn't mean they don't serve a purpose in the grand scheme of things. I didn't say they don't serve okay. a purpose. Okay, I didn't say you did. I'm just saying, but uh, yeah. they, they could they There's could always them, you know. a purpose for everything. Okay. However, I believe there is an innate desire for us each to find our purpose. Okay. And when we start finding it and living it, that's when there will be more healing on earth for God to reside, more light and love. I do believe that that's the goal for all of us, finding meaning and purpose, and it doesn't mean having this grand scheme or mission. It could be as a wife supporting her husband in work, being a good mother, it could be a, a secretary supporting a boss. It's how you live with what you're doing. Like people will say to me often that you can't live spiritually in the corporate world because it's so cutthroat. And I believe you can manage with integrity, deal with people from kindness and love, you can still learn these spiritual qualities. And I do believe that that's what the healing for us and for God is all about. And, you know, there are ten dimensions of consciousness or ten attributes that we really want to learn, which is on the tree of life. And, of course, it's having a belief in a higher power. It's committing to come from our higher self, learning gratefulness, but authentic gratefulness, meaning I have a lot of very affluent clients who might say, I know I should be grateful for my life. I have two Porsches. I live in a $5 million house, but I don't feel it inside. And that's why I call it authentic gratefulness, faith, compassion, living with um, non, being non-judgmental, non-critical, and non-controlling, and then uh, living with unconditional love and loving kindness, and then having a vision and mission And then it's wisdom opening to receive revelation and prophecy. And then oneness. And I do believe that's the goal for all of us, to learn these attributes, to learn to feel these attributes, not just say them. Well, I think for the people with, you know, $5 million homes and so on and so forth, uh, uh, they have to understand is, it's nice, you know, it's nice to enjoy money and all that, but, it, you know, you can't expect it to do do everything for you because it's not supposed to. The things that are, the things that that person, whoever that might be, or, you know, if it really represents one individual, um, has to understand is that the only things that really, really, truly matter in the sense that, that person was saying 
or the things you really take with you when you die and you can't take your house with you or any of your money or your material things you take is your lessons you take memories and lessons and and uh, growth and those are the things so it's a separate it's a completely uh, separate uh, entity issue yeah people try to try to uh overcome their bad feelings by making a lot of money and uh, it's very, it's extremely common it's a very it's the common theme but uh, well it all know, goes it back doesn't buy to peace and, yeah it, it goes back to not feeling good about themselves inside of course. of course and this is the biggest issue actually not feeling worthy or deserving of divine love. That, I believe, is the crux of our issues. Sure. I just want to remind people, because we're going to cut the live live feed in a minute and a half, so I just want to tell everyone you're listening to Getting on Top on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Paul Morris. We're here when? Tuesdays, that is, 4 to 4.30 p.m., and uh, when the live feed cuts, uh, if you want to hear the rest of the show, you just go to the podcast after the show, immediately after, and you can fast forward and listen to the last uh, few minutes of the show. And uh, we're talking about Healing God and uh, with my host, Penny Cohen. So, um, yeah, it, so um, do you believe we're part of God? Well, I once made a broad comment in front of a group of about 100 people, and I said, I am God. And they looked at me like I was nuts. I believe we all have a part of God within us, and the lessons we need to learn is how to open up more to receive that divine love and to love others in that same way and help them do the same thing. And that's when we will heal back to oneness. I think that's the healing, is back to oneness. Hmm. Well, right now sure. we're shattered in separation. Well, on this, certainly in this, in this, on this side, as opposed to the other side, Oh, let's be simple. Call heaven and earth. We're on our earth. We're, we're we are we are a part of duality. So we're split. You know, we have the soul and the ego. Those two little, you know, like those two little people on our shoulders. You know, the angel and the devil, so to speak. And each one, like the Lord of the Rings. You know, where it's literal and they're arguing with each other. You know, do this, do that. And uh, it is kind of like that, actually. And, well, the goal uh, is to heal the ego, to make it a healthy, strong ego. Mm-hmm. And this is probably a topic for another time, True. that a lot of people say we need to let go of the ego, we need to become egoless, and I don't no. believe that. You can't be to egoless, me, literally. We need an ego, <laughs> but a healthy, strong ego, because... If we become egoless, there's no I to even say I love you. No, sure, and also you couldn't get out through the door. <laughs> we need the <laughs> ego to function. 
when but people that's say a good they, topic for another time. Well, uh, people have said this to me. I went to a meeting once, uh, uh, and and all these people said, like they thought they transcended their ego, and I I looked at them like they were mm. crazy. How to make friends <laughs> and influence people, you know. Uh, needless to say, I wasn't very welcome back the next time. Uh, but you know, the truth is the truth as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, they're delu- they're delusional. <laughs> Kidding themselves. I mean, you can't be even if you meant it in the merit of as a metaphor, metaphorically, you couldn't attain that. None of us are that perfect. So, I mean, it's you know they're deluding themselves. It's silly, but you're right. It is. It is definitely a topic for another time. Okay, so why don't you uh, just you know uh, wrap up? your thoughts about this topic, and I'll give you my last thoughts, and then then I'll let you uh, tell people how to uh, find out more about you. Bottom line is, in order to stop uh, judging and criticizing, we want to talk from the eye factually, no labeling, generalizing, and that will stop when we start loving ourselves. And if you look in the mirror and smile, you'll see a smile coming right back at you. And you know the the term, smile and the world smiles with you. Mm-hmm. Ignore yourself and you feel alone. I think that's great, uh, that's great advice. Uh, <clears throat> certainly, in uh, working with people, especially with depression, and I know for myself, on a personal level, thinking about happy things, you know, makes you feel happy. <laughs> it's that simple. Right. right. It took me almost a lifetime to, you know, I got to say this. God bless my mother, um, and she told me that many years ago when I was young and foolish, and uh, now I'm old and foolish. But uh, I thought it was the silliest thing I ever heard. And then, and what was the actual statement? Think happy thoughts. Oh, yeah. And little did I know, it took me decades in my in my ultimate wisdom to finally find out how how brilliant she was in that simple <laughs> statement. Right. You know, but you know, especially people of that generation that went through the the wars and the depression. Boy, they they knew about life. They didn't right. have to go to college or be have a PhD. They knew about life, and and she was so right. And uh, well, so I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. And uh, so Penny, why don't you tell people how to find out more about you and anything that uh, you're doing right now that they may be interested in? Okay, I uh, people can see me on my website pennycohen.com. Or else uh, they can contact me through email, penny at pennycohen.com, and uh, phone 914-764-1708. And I'm in the process of actually developing more group work and webinars. And if anybody's interested, please uh, contact me. Excellent. And I just want to 
given us unsolicited testimonial. I've worked with a couple, maybe one or two therapists in my lifetime. And I've done work with Penny as she the counselor and me the me the patient, so to speak. And I will I will say unequivocally, she's the best around. So I, I would say if if you need counseling, Penny's the person to go to. And uh, can I get that in writing, Paul? Yes, you will get it right. I, I, I owe <laughs> you one. You. I never gave it to you. I never wrote it, but I did promise. I, uh, but I will get it to you. And I, I don't give testimonials uh, easily, by the way. So, and if Thank anyone you. would like to find out more about me, uh, you could go to depressivesanonymous.org. Depressivesanonymous, one word, .org, just like Alcoholics Anonymous, depressivesanonymous.org, and find out more about me and uh, my work and working with people with depression and emotional trauma. And uh, just remember, everyone heals themselves. Uh, we are just the agents. We are the guides. But you are the, you are the healer of yourself. But we'll show you how. So thank you very much. Thank you, Penny, for being my, pleasure. Uh, my guest today. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, we're going to have some interesting shows coming up. I have someone who is a diviner, but not divining water, but going to people's homes and cleaning them up uh, energy-wise. She's going to be someone who's going to be on the show in, in, in a few weeks. And uh, so we'll look forward to that. Goodbye, everyone. We're going out to Freight Train Freddy. He was up each morning with the dawn Because he knew his daily run was long and hard And he had to be ready ready. To get his freight train down the track Determination he would never lack The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy Everybody was his friend And they all helped him to the end To keep those freight cars rolling along steady He never knew what to expect And was very careful not to wreck The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy the little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.